What's, What's up, up guys? guys? I'm Kim. And I'm Eddie. Welcome to the first episode of Mis Ojos Podcast. Where aquí Mis Ojos is very... <laughs> oh man, this is the first episode. Kim, are you excited? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Um, so we decided to start it off with some funny stories. What better way to start off the podcast than with some funny stories, right? Okay, so we're going to focus on just funny experiences. It could be work-related, school-related, personal experiences. So Yeah, whatever whatever we, whatever <laughs> we find amusing at the time. So, well, to start it off, where did you start working, Eddie? Ooh. I started working at Sears back in 2015, I believe it was. Yeah, 2015. Got my first job at Sears. Um, only because rest in peace, Sears. Yeah, RIP to Sears. Uh, only because Dosol <laughs> didn't hit me back. I was upset, you know. I was hoping to get the, the hookup on the Arachella there, and so because good. of a toe injury, I didn't, you know, fulfill my really the toe injury. I, I didn't make in the NFL. Oh my you don't remember? Gosh, shut up. No, no, I'm just kidding. But, anyways, so yeah, I started off at Sears. I mean. Just a brief background on there. Uh, truly grateful that they gave me the opportunity to kind of get my feet wet in the retail industry. Um, just because at that time, I only had experience landscaping with my grandpa. Um, however, you know, I was crushing the game. You know, oh, not, yeah. to be, not to be cocky. It's freaking serious. Not to be cocky <laughs> or anything, but for the two years I was there, I was the guy carrying the team in, in credit apps. However... I was a little butthurt that I was still part-time for two years and uh, no raise. All I would get was like a high five, Eddie. Oh, Eddie has another great week of credit apps. High five, Eddie. Here's a fucking sticker. (laughs) So, I mean, I didn't really feel appreciated there. So, I mean, at that point, I knew it wasn't something. It wasn't a place I was going to be at within the next five years, ten years. Uh, It was just something to kind of get experience, something to kind of motivate yeah well not really motivate but yeah honestly just get money at the time i was going to ibc too and you know just it was just a side job at the end of the day it was just a side hustle um and what can i say uh you obviously love sears let's just hear (laughs) some of the stories all right some of the stories there i mean let's start off with the customers uh we have Every type of customer you could think of there. I mean, I think your dad even shopped there, right? Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> meeting your dad there, but you did mention that your dad shopped there. I mean, something that stands out, typical Sears customer. So it was after I helped this gentleman. Um, of course, there at Sears, I was a cashier. Um and at that time, I was working close to the hardware department. So I got a lot of, you know, workers, guys, and gals that needed tools, whatever. So there was a gentleman there. He only spoke Spanish, whatever. I helped him. I rang him up in Spanish. Cool. He went on with his day. The next couple comes up, Caucasian couple, just keeping it honest. Right off the bat, not even a hello. She looks me dead in the eye and she's like, do you speak English? <laughs> Like, if I'm fucking in kindergarten, like, today we are learning the word the. Like, in that kind of fucking tone. And uh, I looked her straight in the face like, yeah, why wouldn't I? And I I wish at that time, because I was in shock, but I wish I would have hit her with a, yeah, I speak it better than you, I'm pretty sure. Like, Shut up. Ugh, I just wanted to, you know, it was just one of those Moments where you just kind of take a deep breath and, you know, whatever, you just move on with your day. Don't react. But, I mean, that was just one customer that I'll never forget. But, I mean, we had all sorts of characters. The ones that would cry about a coupon not working. The ones that would cry about not being able to use five coupons. (laughs) The ones that would make you re-ring up so that way they could apply one coupon to each item. And there's, like, 20 items, so they would... Your hold line. back a line, yeah. So anybody oh. that was complaining about the lines at Sears, those are the people to blame, not the cashiers. Are you One, serious? Yep. Yep, we had those. What? The, I would not let them do that. Yeah, but I'll mm. to Sears, because if it wasn't for Sears, I probably wouldn't have been able to see what my true patient level is. Uh, Sears, though, they were fucking up at the time because their monitors were really slow. 
I would not be able to. Super slow monitors. If it was one item, one item transaction, and I was like on the ball, like as fast, if I try to ring it up as fast as I can, even though it was only one item, it would take at least a minute and 20 seconds, I believe. And I tried it once. I counted. And the reason why I did, I was like, I'm not going to ask this person for credit, even though we're supposed to ask everyone about, you know, signing up for a credit card. And I was just curious because I was like, damn, these monitors are fucking slow. How long would it take? And it would take at least a minute and 20 seconds, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a long time. It is. Whenever the line just gets longer and longer. Yeah. So Sears, they were fucking up. Um, That's why it's closed. <laughs> no. I'm not trying to throw any shade. Is like that, I said, is that too soon? Like I said, not too soon. But uh, hey, at the end of the day, they gave me the opportunity. Um, <laughs> and there's actually another story. <laughs> there's another story. Um, so at this point, I was already in there for two years, approaching two and a half. It was football season, playoff season time, right? Um, backtrack on the story. It was a Saturday. All my homies were hanging out at Omar's pad the night before, and we were talking about, you know, the game the next day. I can't remember exactly what game. It was it was a, f- a playoff football game, and I was basically upset that I had to work, right? All my friends were off, and I was the only dude working that <laughs> Sunday evening, and I was like, fuck. But I didn't want to call out. Well, yeah, it's, you got to be responsible. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just keeping it responsible, keeping it 100, you know, chasing that. What, 30, 30 bucks I was going to get that day? <laughs> You're so Probably more because, you know, I was slinging those, I was slinging on those credit apps. But anyways, um, so yeah, I was like, fuck. So I was thinking, I was like thinking, I was like, what if I don't have to call out, but I can leave? And then it hit me like, guys, don't do this at home. I am not condoning this. But I mean, what's life without these kinds of experiences? Am I right? You were so, <laughs> what? How old were you? Uh, how old was I? I, I want to say twenty or twenty-one. Okay, probably well, twenty. No, okay. I, I'll say twenty. When this? Yeah. No, 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 twenty-one, probably. Okay. I was probably twenty-one. No, yeah, I was twenty-one. So I mean, that's not that bad. Whatever. Yeah. No, but it's honestly because at that point I knew I was only doing it too because I knew I was going to be there much longer. Okay, well, they don't know what you're talking about, so keep it going. So I'm just keeping it going. I'm just keeping it going. But anyways, um, I'm brainstorming, right? And and Omar and Alan are there at the time. Like I said, we were at Omar's house the night before. And I was like, we were thinking of like some stupid ideas. And then it came to a point where I was like, what if I get one of you guys to call and there's like a family emergency? And then, I don't know who was hyping up who, but it, at the end of the day, at the end of the night, we all, came to the, we all came to an agreement. And so what I did is I ended up changing Omar's contact name to my uncle. Like, uh, I think I put Uncle Omar or Theo Omar. I think I put Theo Omar just to kind of make it a little bit more realistic, you know. And the game plan was, was, uh, about an hour or two into my shift, I want to say the game probably would have already started at this point, probably just the first quarter. But an hour or two into my shift, he was going to call me or send me a text saying, dude, uh, there's an emergency at the pad. I think someone broke into your house. Um, no one's home, but it looks all sketchy in the front. But I was driving by and the, the front door was open. There's things scattered all over the place. Even some neighbors mentioned that looked unusual because I stopped by to talk to them. So basically, that kind of setting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my parents yeah. were home. He sends me that. I get into full, like... Panic. <laughs> the fucked up part is I was already rehearsing this, like, in my oh, break. Oh, my. In my break, because they have cameras, right? Obviously, like, yeah. every retailer has cameras. So I wanted to start acting from the moment that I read the text. So that way, it looked, like, mm-hmm. super realistic. So I was the only cashier in that area at the time. I opened the text, blank-faced. I start breathing. <laughs> Even though no one's around, I start breathing. And then I'm looking at my phone, pretending like I'm texting. There's no customers. So I, and then I start walking over to the, to the boss's, to the manager's office, right? Uh, shout out to Dev. 
<laughs> if you're listening, bless her soul. That was the only manager I liked there. That she was cool as fuck. Um, anyway, she was working, so that made it easier because she was super nice. And so I get there, and I'm like, Dev, honestly, there's an emergency right now. Um, I just got this message from my uncle that he thinks someone broke into our house. My parents aren't home right now. But here, I have the message for proof. He said that the door is wide open. The neighbors are kind of concerned, too. Um, I kind of want to go check it out, call the cops. And straight out, she was like, oh, no, 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 I understand. Um, she was trying to calm me down just because my acting was on point. Shut up. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, if there's any agents out there. They probably thought you were freaking <laughs> stupid. They're like, oh, this kid needs some help. If there's any agents out there, hit me up, man. I'm willing to take some acting classes. But anyways, like, she was like, uh, do you need us to call anyone? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to, I need to go check it out. I'm probably going to call the cops. And she was like be safe be safe let us know how it goes and all right thank you thank you Dev. thank you i'm sorry apologize for the inconvenience and i i turn around and from there as soon as i walk around the corner no i'm lying because i wanted to stay in mode until i was completely out of the building so i was like oh but in my mind i was like yeah, yeah i'm gonna go watch the game <laughs> and so i walk out the I walk out, I walk out the building and fuck yeah, I start smiling because no, it's already dark at this point. No one can see me, and I'm like, fuck, we did it. I get in the car, I call up Omar and, and Alan, and I let them know that I'm, I'm coming to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> but keep in mind though, Sears, it was super dead. It was a Sunday evening. No one really goes. I mean, there's another cashier at the other side of the store too. I mean, there was coverage. Like, I didn't feel too bad. Um, you know. So, I mean, I wasn't missing out on much. Plus, the amount of credit apps, I bring it back to that. The amount of credit apps I was writing up, it made up for whatever hours I, I missed. I mean, I'll tell you that Whatever right makes you feel better. <laughs> ask them. Ask anybody. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was funny. That was funny. Okay, but... I have a question right <laughs> uh-huh, here. Uh-huh. How about you let them know about how you ended? Ended what? Your Sears career. My Sears career. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. Because I was there. <laughs> you well, weren't there. No, but I was there with you. You like, were getting the updates. Yeah, I was right there. All right, so for like a week, this is already like my, I'm already fed up with Sears. Like, they were cutting hours at this time. My hours stayed the same only because, like I said, they were giving hours based on production. Even though I was producing, they weren't giving me full-time hours, which was pretty stupid. Anyway, um, so yeah, they were cutting everyone's hours. All the cashiers weren't happy. Um, keep in mind, this is actually two years before it actually closed down in Imperial Valley. So, I mean, it was going downhill since way back. Uh, yeah, they were cutting hours. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I need something better, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not saying I need my career to start right now because I'm still going to school, but, like, I need something better right now because this is not a healthy situation. I'm fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. So I was already applying to other spots for like two weeks. And then I find out that I have this interview with Dillard. I was super confident that I was going to get the job. I, I was telling you too, right? Yeah, I remember. I was super confident. I was like, all right, I'm going to see how this first interview goes before anything. I go to the interview. They want me to, they want me to leave Sears on spot they're like if you leave Spears we're gonna give you Spears. did I say Spears my bad nah I left Spears after Federline though back oh in the way oh my gosh keep it going no nah, I'm just kidding anyways they're like leave leave Sears we'll start you off at 14 an hour which you know wasn't much but at that time I mean that was cool for me uh I was like yeah I mean that's that's more than what I'm getting right now at, at Spears for sure so I let them know we're all on the same page. And so I come back. It's the next day. And I'm like, all right, I got this in the bag. Like, And I was basically knew, telling you. You already like, knew you had a backup plan. I already knew you I had a backup plan. A, yeah. I fucking hated Sears. Not to mention that, but I fucking hated. Not, hate's a strong word, sorry. I, <laughs> I couldn't. I, I got along with almost all the cashiers, I would say, all the workers. Like, I didn't have a problem with any of the workers, the managers. There was this one ma- there was this one cashier that I didn't like. I'm not going to mention any names. 
And oh, I, I working, remember. I was working with that person that day. <laughs> and he would just get on my nerves. Like, I couldn't stand him. Uh, and I was like, okay, on my break, I think I'm just going to dip. And I was ta- I was texting you. I let Kim know. Yeah. I was like, should I, I walk out? Should I finish? Should I let the managers know? I thought he was lying. I took it as a joke when he was like, I think I'm going to walk out. I was like, this dude, he's lying. I couldn't believe it, but um, I just, I, you could never take Eddie seriously with the things he would tell you because he's always lying. He's not lying. Well, not lying. I'm just not, a jokester. He's you know? always messing around. I'm a jokester. Yeah, you can't take him seriously when he says something like that. Yeah, so, but no, I was dead serious. Like, yeah, at the same time, I did believe him because he would always tell me how much he hated it. Yeah, so this was my boiling point, and I was like, fuck it, dude. Whenever it's time for my break, I'm just going to dip. So it was my break. I let the dude know I was going on break. I didn't let him know. Like, you it was a breakup that we were done. Like, <laughs> I just told him, like, I'm going to go on a break. You know, a quick 15, which will, it is what it is. And I just walked without even telling a soul. Like, all they knew is I was on break. I just walk out the door, start up the Blue Civic, and dip home without telling anyone. Which I know, guys. I know for you, all, you, all you guys that are listening, um, for all you guys that are still listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know that this isn't responsible. I don't condone it. Trust me. Hey, and yeah, but. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Like, if I was a manager, that would piss me off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like. Enough was enough at that point. So I thought I he was dipped. I thought he was lying. I legit told him to send me a picture. No. And and here's the thing too, like it wouldn't have went down that way if the managers would have given me respect too. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. like the cashier leads, I'm gonna put quote on leads. Why do I put them in leads? Because how am I just a regular cashier writing up more cash cash um uh, credit. <laughs> credit apps than the fucking managers and leads? So, like, the whole fucking situation was bullshit. Um, and I knew it was going to hurt them. I knew it. I knew it was going to hurt them. That's but right. Like, so, if you guys are sad that Sears closed down, blame it on Eddie because he decided to walk out. Now, <laughs> all hey, the Mex people can't hey, go get their stuff. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to brag. I give credit where credit's due. Shout out to Nayeli. She was the only one that would out-app me in the two years that I was there. She ended up leaving, too. Um... But, dude, she was a beast, though. She was a beast. Why but are you like, flirting? Before, after, <laughs> after she dipped, though, I was like the head honcho. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> but, no, like, fuck the manager there. I'm not going to name any names, but, I mean, it is what it is. Like, there was no appreciation there. So, I mean, I just had a dip. And that's it. And that's it. I don't condone it. Don't do this at work. but. I did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm owning up to it. I can laugh about it now. You know, but that was just one of my stories there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got with Sears. Uh, and, well, Kim, I know you recently got your first job because you, you put all your focus on, on school. Shout out to Kim. She graduated mm-hmm. from GCU earlier this April, right? It was April? Yeah. Earlier this April. So last. Oh, this past April, my bad. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have to wait on her funny work stories for, like, another five years. But do uh, you have anything to say? The floor is yours. What, what story pops out to you? I know you have that funny one you were talking to me about. That. I remember the one about uh, when you were – it was after we hung out and you were kind of low oh. on gas. You were low on gas, but you didn't realize you were low on gas. Oh, my gosh. And you were heading home. Okay, so well, 2016, right? Mm-hmm. That's when everything started. I had a Z three fifty. The Z. Z. Shout out to the Z. It was my baby. <laughs> but there's some things we had to fix on or yeah, fix. Yeah, it's just, just some maintenance. Some, some things like um the what's it called? The little thingy for the the gas the gas meter? No. Um what's it called? Shit, now you got <laughs> I'm a, what the f- what the f- gas meter? I don't no. use that word a lot. So okay, I'm well, the little thing meter. that tells you how much gas you have, 
Mind hey. oh, No, well, there's a gas tank, but no. I know what you're talking about. It didn't work. I don't know why I can't think so of it. So it just didn't work, and I didn't know how much gas I had. No gauge. There you go. <laughs> I would have to do the math every single time I would drive and get gas and everything like that. But when I li- I would go back home, people would take my car. By people, I mean my brothers, my mom, my dad, everyone. So sometimes I would have a certain number in my mind or listed on my phone or something. So I would say, I was like, oh, yeah, I could make it back. Mm-hmm. Or I don't need to get gas for tomorrow. But people would always mess me up. And not let me know that they, they used, used the my car. car. <laughs> so this day, I decided to go visit my niece, Alexis. I think I was with Alexis, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was out there in Hopeville, and Eddie texts or snaps me that he's running nearby. All romantic, like, Kim, I'm running to you. Ew. Cue the wind. At this point, I had long hair. Ew. <laughs> You wish. Six pack running in the summer heat of the night. It wasn't summer, I think. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, I was about to head out. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just stop by and see what he's doing. So then I leave. It was probably like 10, 9, mm-hmm. like 9 ish. And he mm-hmm. gets in the car and we just start talking. And it gets later and later. And my car is on. Most of the time. Most of Yeah, because I just think I have enough and it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I had marked down. And then I, it's time to leave. I, I'm not sure if I dropped you off or you ran back. I think I dropped you off. No, you dropped me off. Yeah, so then I went home and <laughs> I get, I, what was it? It was passing. So, yeah, I was passing 111. It was where the... You weren't passing the school? Meadows? No, I passed 111. It was where all those little buildings, those little the auto shop, I think, or auto tire shop. shop. And the recycling? No, I passed 111. And you know how there's... Um, it, I passed the church, the cemetery. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. So there's some... On the right hand, there's like these auto shops, like... Um, I think it's a tire shop actually. And I just feel my car slow down and I'm like I'll show you a picture. It's a big spot. Like it's Oh amazing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I just see it slow down. And mm. I'm I just feel it, I mean, slowing down. I'm like, what the hell? By this time it's already one, I think. It's like twelve PM or midnight. I mean twelve AM or one. That's midnight. Yeah. And I'm just like Holy shit bag. What am I going to do? I knew. Start walking home. No, I, at first, that wasn't my first thought. Like, oh, I ran out of gas. Because I, I'm telling you guys, I kept track of my miles and how much gas I had. Because mm-hmm. that happened to me once before. And I was so embarrassed. And I, like, my dad was upset because it messes up the car. He yeah. hates it. And. So I knew I wasn't going to do that ever again. And it happened, and I was like, I just thought it was a battery or something. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to cost so much to fix it. And I didn't want to call my dad. I didn't, my mom, I called my mom. She never answers. And I, I was like, who am I going to call? I can't call any. Ghostbusters. Ew. <laughs> you just. <laughs> and then I call my brother. He is the biggest like deep sleeper he you could sit on him and he will uh-huh. not wake up uh-huh. luckily i called him he picked up i was shocked Clutch. yeah i was shocked i was like what the hell but at that moment we didn't have wi-fi because we recently moved to that new place uh-huh. and there's no signal so um, he kept cutting off yeah so then i called the house phone. And he didn't pick up once, and then he picked up, like, the second time, and he kind of understood, I guess. And my phone was dying, too. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, where I'm at, and it cut off. Mm -hmm. And I kept calling, and it wouldn't, he wouldn't answer, so I was like, 
fuck, what am I, am I going to have to sleep in this car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gets there. So I, I don't know. He just got there and he was like, we'll come and check it tomorrow. So then we just go home. Um, we wake up really early to go check what happened because my dad was going to get there like at 8 yeah. a.m. We didn't want him to find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, we just get gas just to see if it was the gas. And I told I told him, I was like, it's not that. Like, look at, like, I had a on my notes app, I had it all listed. And he's like, well, yeah, but you do know that mom was using it and i was like what the hell like no i didn't uh-huh. and he's like yeah she went to this place and this place and this place. So i was like then it is out like <laughs> so he we get gas he puts it in there and i drive home right mm-hmm. and my mom started laughing because we explained it to her but my dad was there already so we're like what are we gonna do like he's gonna he he's not my dad's not a yeller but Seeing him upset hurts you. Yeah. And I, I, I just didn't know what to do. Eddie, Eddie didn't know at the moment. You're, no, you didn't know, right? Didn't know what? About me being stranded in the middle of the night. No, Never. I don't think you told me until the next no. day. Okay, so then I was just panicking, and then Duri decided. He's like, don't say anything. I'll figure it out. I was like, okay. So then we pull up, and then um, my dad was like, oh, what happened? I noticed the car was in here. And then, of course, my, your mom told me that your car didn't want to turn on. Yeah. Oh, and then Duri just pulls up and says, oh, it's because there was a screw or something, like, was loose. And I just tied it up and it turned on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I was safe. I was like, hell yeah. Like, that's my brother. <laughs> and then he checks or my dad was like, oh, which one was it? Because I just checked the car, like, last week, and everything mm-hmm. was good. And then he starts panicking at this moment. I see his eyes just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he points at one. And <laughs> my dad was like, oh, okay. But, like, me and Duri looked at each other like, we're safe. Like, we made it. Uh-huh. And Probably didn't have anything to do with No, that. like, wait. So then... Whatever, everything happened, right? And then last year, like, I can't, yeah, last year, I was remembering about that story, and I finally came clean to mm. my dad. I told him, I was like, hey, you remember that one day that my car wasn't starting? Duty oh. ended up saving me, and he's like, yeah, what's up? What, what happened? Like, it wasn't a gas, I mean, it wasn't a screw that didn't, that didn't work or wasn't screwed on completely. I was like, what what do you mean? I was like, it was because I didn't, my mom used it and she didn't let me know and I didn't have gas. And then she's like, oh yeah, I knew about that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the screw duty pointed out had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Can't fool Don Arthur. I know. He was just, he's like, I just let you guys have it because you know what? Siblings, siblings back each other up no matter what. Didn't want to kill that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's funny. It was super embarrassing though, because I, I hate things like that. I hate when I'm, I try my best to do something and someone messes me up. Yeah. Like yeah, they're all organized. Yeah, because I hate it. That happened to me once before, and I hated it. I felt so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I was like, so never again. And then here you go again. And that was all my mom's fault. So yeah, I don't know what to do. Um. That's hilarious. But yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, funny experiences. I know how I know the feeling. Well, now where someone else kind of messes it up for you, but yeah, like you. What? Like you? I mean, I've never, I've never been on E. Yeah, like, do you want me to put your own blast right now? <laughs> with what? With what? With what? No. Yeah, that's what? I mean, I haven't done anything to you. In the sense oh. where I let you sh- left you stranded anywhere. Okay, well let's. See. You're you're probably gonna bring up the time where we were playing indoor soccer and then and no, you no, kicked no. my foot. No, so Eddie almost broke my what second toe. Yeah, it was that like, sounds. Someone's <laughs> gonna hear that out of context, and then I hope they're gonna so. issue no. an arrest. Okay, for me. well listen to the whole thing before all these people. 
decide to make their own. I answer. didn't hit Kimberly. No, but he almost <laughs> broke my toe. How how is your toe almost <laughs> broken? Okay, so in our last in our first apartment, um, we didn't have a coffee table. We just had a couch and our TV, mm-hmm. and it was a big area. So we thought it would be smart to play soccer with a beach ball. We had a beach ball. Oh yeah, that beach ball was sick. <laughs> yeah. And what happened to that beach ball? Remember, it flew out, it flew out during the, the moving process. We got it for the 4th of July, I think. Yeah, or no, something like that. it's because the girls. Uh, it was on special around that time. And then, and then yeah. Like, yeah, but anyways. Anyway. So, yeah, we were bored. We had a beach ball. We thought, let's kick it around indoors. Mm-hmm. And I, Eddie's competitive. He starts talking to smack. And I get, once you start talking to me about how bad I am or whatever, I get competitive. Like She gets brave, guys. Yeah. It's so cute. I start biting and pushing <laughs> and pinching and fighting. I don't even play correctly, but. Yep. I'll make and that's you, why karma caught up. And I'll make you suffer. <laughs> I did not suffer at all that day. And he had, you had your slippers on, right? No, no, I didn't have my, I Okay, didn't have well, we were on. we were playing barefoot, and I, I decide he's like holding the ball in between his legs, uh-huh. and I decide to kick it, kick the middle of it, and kick it out. But she kicks but my ankle. Was it ankle. Yeah, it was ankle, and oh, I instantly dropped ankles of steel. So her her toe was all swollen after it, that. It was it's it got swollen like instantly. Mm-hmm. And it just turned purple really fast. I couldn't move it. Move it. It was really bad. And yeah, it's like what my my main the main one that hurt was my second toe, but like the other two next to it, like to the third and fourth, it was it was an ass swollen, but it was swollen. Uh, you said ass swollen. <laughs> but yeah, I felt bad. So I- you felt, I felt bad, so I got some ice. I started crying instantly. Like, I'll suck it up, but I swear I thought I was going to, like, that's it. That uh-huh. was, that was, I broke my first bone there. Because <laughs> I've never broken anything. I was like, this is it. You broke my streak. Like, I was trying to go through life without breaking anything. And my, that with the, what's so funny about that is that my mom, like, two or three liters, Two, two, three layers. <laughs> two, three layers. <laughs> two or three days earlier, I've broken her toes, and I couldn't stop making fun of her. Uh-huh. I was like, she You're all it, roasting her. Yeah, she was like, my toes hurt. I was like, Mom, they're not broken. You would have been crying, whatever. So she ended up going to the hospital because she fell off the stairs, and she ended up breaking three toes or two toes. I think it was two toes. Yeah, I think it was two toes. So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, she actually was selling the chips. She was being dramatic because my mm. mom's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. And then well, that, I don't know. I'm not saying mm-hmm to that. I'm just. Yeah, but everyone knows. But, yeah, so I thought, I, I was like, oh, my God, this is what my mom was feeling. And I was over here telling her, mom, stop. And your toe wasn't even broken. I know. It was no, just but, but it was really bad because I couldn't even bend. Until this day, I can't really bend it. I yeah. didn't know that. Can't bend it like Beckham. No, ruined it. Like, I can't. I I love popping my toes, my fingers. And it's so hard to actually bend it correctly. Or, mm-hmm. like, it just hurts. And sometimes. Wiggle your big toe. Oh, my God. Wiggle. Shout out to Kilda. But, yeah. So, right now, I'm trying to bend it. And it hurts. So, it'll never be the same. Or when you almost broke my, what, ankle? Last week? I never almost broke your ankle. All I was doing was um, I wanted to do a hand a headstand on the bed. <laughs> I ended up doing a headstand on your buttocks. <laughs> and then I lost balance. And meanwhile, <laughs> landed on my meanwhile I see a perfectly open gap to where I could land. But you keep your legs, you move your legs into the center where my, le- where my knees were going to fall onto. So all my weight landed on your ankle. Yeah, <laughs> broken badass. <laughs> <laughs> we use the term thick here. No, it's just like whenever you see someone coming down that quick with that much weight, you just panic. 
slow motion. I was I I instant I already knew like that whole voiceover that at this moment she knew she fucked up. It was at this moment Cam knew she fucked up. I just I was like, why am I with him? Like he he's hurting me. <laughs> I'm funny, man. I'm funny. And then like two days later, I had my 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 foot in his pants because I was cold. And he hates that, and he turns really fast to tell me to stop. And he pulls my leg with him and bends my ankle. That was an accident. That wasn't his fault. That was totally my yeah, fault. Yeah, it's because it was like an instinct. Like, her feet were cold. It was in my, like, her feet were on my pants. So, like, when I felt her cold feet, I, like, kind of turned and jumped. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> that's cold. Get out. But as I turned my body, her foot was <laughs> <She> trapped. <laughs> and so, like... It looked like she was doing a Jabberwocky dance move. Like he dragged me across the bed. Like that's how fast he turned. I just flipped and I was like, my ankle. And he was like, his eyes, he could tell he was so scared because. He got so scared. um, His eyes literally just got really wide. Yeah, honestly, it felt bad. It was a couple days like in between so you mess up my what, right ankle and then my left ankle so mm-hmm. it's just funny like but she's all fine to, she's a trooper had to wear a helmet with this guy for sure That's a, <laughs> and you have to wear a dunce hat <laughs> what is that you don't know what a dunce hat is no confirms my point anyways <laughs> anyway, what is that let's google it we'll, we'll search it up later we'll search it up later look it up right now search it up i want to see my reaction Dunce. They can't see your reaction. Here, they could hear me. Let's see if he's gonna end up single. If he's gonna start a podcast on his own. I'm done. Is this gonna be the only episode? Fuck it. One hit wonder. There's a lot of those out there. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass. If you guys don't know what a dunce hat is, Google it. I, I recommend it. Anyways. I did know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I knew what the name in Spanish. It's where the KKK get their hoodies Shut up. Anyway. So, but I mean, yeah. Those are my little yeah, stories. A couple funny experiences. But, I mean, hey, don't worry, guys. We are responsible adults. And there are also experiences that we are proud of. You know, it's not all just fun and games and farting around. <laughs> yeah, like, Eddie actually opened his first business last year. Do you want to... Well, not last year, but it was in 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, shoot, yeah. It hasn't been two years, but it was in 2018. Yeah, it started. Later 2018. So, do you want to tell them about that? (sighs) I don't want to tell them about it, but I guess I will. Shut up. I guess I have time. I guess I have time. But, um, so, yeah, it was a a marketing job. Um, Most of you guys probably already know. Um, that was a job, that was the next job I was going into after Dillard's, um, Dillard's, I didn't quit, I didn't walk out on them, but it's time for me to get another, you know, job, I was kind of, I was basically looking for a better experience, something that I could use towards my career, something I could grow into, because I already, I knew in Dillard's, there was, I wasn't going to grow in that company, so I entered this marketing job. Uh, the boss was cool about the with, with the description that she gave. It seemed pretty interesting. It seemed like there was travel. Um, I was all in. I knew I could sell. I mean, I could sell water to a fish. So, I mean, I was like, fuck it. Let's try it out. So, I joined. Oh, and what sold me, too, was that there was a growth opportunity. Everyone was skeptical about it. I was still pretty skeptical about I it. Why? Because I had to drive to Yuma. Almost every day, because there's two retailers that we had to work at. One was in Yuma, one was in El Centro. But I mean, they covered the mileage. Um, and I remember the first day, actually, I drove to Yuma. On the way back, I got a flat tire. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I thought, fuck, is this is what is this what I have to expect? So yeah, um, shout out to my dad for and my parents for driving up to Yuma to help me with that. 
because I didn't have the tools with me to even oh. change the tire. I had the spare, but I didn't even have the tools with me. So I was like, wow. No, I, was even I would do that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a total rookie mistake. Anyway, so, I mean, it was cool. Like, I, I started off, I hit the ball rolling. I was doing my sales, going to all the meetings, which we had three days a week in the morning. I didn't mind them. From there, we would go to the retailer. Um, and, yeah, I mean, after a couple weeks, manager talks to me. She appreciated my work ethic and said, hey, there's an opportunity for a road trip to Denver. Um, I feel like out of everyone in this group, you're the one that's the most ready to go. What are your thoughts? And I was like, say less. Trip to Denver, all paid. Let's do it. <laughs> what, you got to sneeze, Kim? Kim looks like she's about to <laughs> have a fart attack. You good? You good? Yeah. Go. So, yeah, I mean, she she brings that up. I was super stoked. I, I mean, was not. Kim wasn't. But, I mean, I... Was, I oh, go ahead. What I was saying? excited for him, but at the same time, I was like... I remember at the beginning, you told me you would have to travel... A couple times. Take, they said a minimum two success, successful road trips. Yeah, so what they like, required to grow. So I was like, God damn, knowing this idiot, he's gonna have to travel a couple times to get su- <laughs> successful. But fuck it, I'm man. joking. But no, I looked at. I was like, uh, okay. But yeah, what I appreciate is like after two weeks, they're already like appreciating what I was doing, mm-hmm. which is a lot more than my previous, you know, work environments. So I was like, I was all stoked. Um, I ended up going to Denver with another person in the company that uh, he ended up doing well to. Well, up to that point, which earned him the spot to go. Um, so, I mean, the trip the trip was cool. It was a good learning experience. I didn't like the retailers, though, in that area. Um, I'm not going to name the retailers because, I mean, they're not sponsoring me. Once they sponsor me in this podcast, I'll, I'll drop the retailers' names. <laughs> but you guys already know, most likely. Anyway, so, I mean, we road tripped over there. It was pretty dope. Um, I mean, not much to say about that experience. I come back, continue to crush it. After another week, she's like, hey, I want to promote you to, to a corporate trainer in the office where you're going to start helping me with interviews. You're going to start building your own team. You know, and I was I was super stoked. I was like, "Cool, I'm already growing in the company." Um, keep in mind, the money was coming in. Uh, the money was pretty cool. I mean, I want to say like my second check, I was already, you know, I don't like talking about money, but like, it was more than I have ever gotten paid at Dillard's or Sears. So I was like, "Cool." Um, so I mean, I was pretty stoked. I just made sure, hey. I'm going to make sure that I'm the first one at the office and last one at the office. Because I was like, I was hungry. I was like, no one's taking my spot. I'm going to grow in this fucking company. I don't care who gets negged out. I'm not going to get negged out. But at this point, I was like, all these traveling opportunities. So I was already a corporate trainer. And then a couple of days later comes, I'm working in Yuma. And I get a call. Hey, we have this opportunity for you to go to Miami. What do you think? And I was like, ooh. I don't know. I was like, and this it, motherfucker wants it, to go be Pitbull and shit <laughs> out there. Mr. 305, Dolly. I was like, he's was not like, going for work. No, honestly, <laughs> I. the only thing that was really like holding me back, besides Kimberly, too, was that it was Mother's Day. I was missing Mother's Day, right? I, wasn't it Mother's like, Day? Yeah. Was it Mother's Day? Yeah, but I wasn't like, don't go. You make it sound like I was like, don't go. No, yeah. It did but, suck, but like no, like he was. It was just a little overwhelming, just because we I had just got back from Denver, and yeah. then a week later she's like, "Oh, there's that opportunity," which was super cool. Yeah, and then it was it wasn't it was like a week that you're out there. So it, yeah, it was a week, and then he was here for like three days, mm-hmm. and then he had to go again. So yeah, so like, and it was like the next day you're dipping. Like yeah. she called me, she's like, "Hey, there's an opportunity for you to go. You're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. What are your thoughts?" And I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, he actually didn't want to go, and I tried. Like, to, I, I it was like fifty fifty because I was like, "Dude, this is, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get this opportunity." And number one, 
But number two, it is super last minute. Yeah. Uh, I just got back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Yeah. But I was like, I was, I was but like the only reason why I went to is because of who I was going to be working with over there. You know. And like, it was a huge networking opportunity. Like, like, how can I explain it? Like, he was uh, important. He was it, really yeah, he was, up there. He wasn't just a whatever type of company or business or office there. He was good, doing good, and you could learn a lot off of him. Yeah. Being around him. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I'm trying to put it into terms, but I don't know how to put it into terms. It's like going a, to a, a cor- football camp and having... Correlation here. Who's a good football player? Uh, like you're gonna let's let, let, like let's say you're going to a running back camp and fucking go. Tomlinson's there. I wouldn't say Tomlinson because he's a goat. Let's drop it like fucking Adrian Peterson's there. Whatever. The point is, <laughs> the point is, it was a huge opportunity, so I took it. This time I went by myself, which made it even better because you know it was a lot more comfortable, free. And honestly, that experience was that fucking mind was mind blowing. Like to see how successful that dude was at the time, he was only twenty six, mm-hmm. and the shit he was doing. He was already six years into the company, and like how much growth he had. Fucking offices in the Bay, uh, San Diego, and fucking Georgia and, and Florida. And I was like, God damn, at twenty six. Like I was super inspired and by this guy. <clears throat> And, you know, I was there for a week. Uh, you know, not much to say about that. I was working. Uh, didn't really have a lot of downtime there, but, I mean, it, it was definitely a fun experience. Um, the only the downtime that I did have, I used it to go watch the Warriors play. I think they were playing the Rockets at the time. It was, like, playoffs. Oh, yeah. I will go to this one spot called Bow Campers in Pembroke Pines. If you guys are ever in Miami, check out Bow Campers. I still remember. I still get the emails of, like, their fucking rewards and shit. But that was the spot I would go to. Then go home, crash. He would legit. I wouldn't because of the time difference. The time difference fucked me up. Like, Kim thinks, like, I would get home and just knock out. I was like, cold. this dude is out in strip clubs, <laughs> partying, drinking. He's going to wake nah. up at the beach. <laughs> nah, I wish. But at this time, hey. too. At this time, too. Um, no, nah, I remember at that time, I... Hadn't gotten paid yet because I wasn't getting paid until that following Friday, so I was I was in Miami on a budget too, but like I was getting taken care of with the Ooh, with the hotel. Uber and the hotels and all that good stuff. So, whenever I get back, whatever I start building my team. Um, shout out to Edgar Rosas, he was a big reason too why I grew into the company because he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was. He's my right-hand man, too, with the team. Shout out to Team Mamba um, and several other people. But a couple months pass. I'm still holding it down. And then my manager's like, hey. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping the gun. She's telling me that I let her know that I have a plan that I wanted to uh, move to Phoenix, right, mm-hmm. as I joined. Because before he had this job. Before I had this job, I knew I was going to move. Yeah, we were already talking about moving to. Like the summer. Like, boom. So this is like four or five months out. Mm -hmm. And so now, and my boss knows that this at the time. But fast forward, uh, three months pass, and she's like, hey, I know you want to move to Phoenix, but hey, there's this huge opportunity. I'm ready to flip the office office to you. You could run your own market here. Um. I know you want to move to Phoenix, but in a couple months, if you keep it steady, you'll be able to flip it, see what's open in Phoenix. I was hyped. I was like, all right, I could tough it out for a couple months. So by August, I joined in in April. By August, I was already running the show. This is like super rare in the company, which I take a lot of pride in. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I would say I wasn't prepared, I can honestly say I wasn't 100% prepared to run it at the time. I'm super proud that, like, I was given that opportunity. Like, fuck, not a lot of people were given that opportunity. So I was running the office, and I was, like, ready to get it going. Um, asking questions every day because there were so many things that were new to me. 
podcasting. <laughs> oh, wait, why did I say podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. my bad it's because i saw the word i don't know why i said podcast i meant to say payroll but i said podcast and you're just <clears throat> excited i'm just all over the place huh what i meant to say is there are so many things that were new to me like it was super cool like just doing interviews like i respected the hustle it wasn't all like oh you're a boss cool you could be a dickhead like no i respected like interviews were cool setting up meetings were cool to me and going into the stores and selling, like, it was all cool to me. Traveling. But, I mean, it was super stressful. Like, first-time business owner, payroll was stressful, deadlines, um, four or five calls daily oh, by yeah. managers and conference calls. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of pressure. You have to... One thing I wish I was better at at the time was my time management for sure. Yeah, he would have um, employees call him at 9, 10 p.m. 11. From 9 in the morning to 10 at night. That is not okay. No, yeah, and Kim didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like it, but I knew. Like, like we would go not. to, we would try to go to sleep and someone would just start calling him. And I'd be like, no, like, you're asleep already. He's like, I have to answer. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little idea for any of you guys that were in the business that are listening to this. A couple of those conference, a couple of those, I would set up team meetings. Like, I, was, I had to rally the troops. A lot of those team calls that night that I was, you know, trying to dissect what was going wrong, what isn't working. And we had, like, team meetings over the phone. Kim was, like, in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's time management. Like, I was going to be, like... Oh, I got to fucking, mm-hmm. you know. And if, I would suck it up a lot. If I, had a, if I set up a time, I'm be like, no, I told them I got to be on a call at, at 8.30 or I, I told them I was going to be on a call at 9 p.m. Boom. Hop on the call and then there's the there's the team call. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I tried my best, too, to appreciate all the workers that were working at the time, too. Like, any chance I could to have a team night. Trust me, I wish we would have had a lot more team nights than what we did have. But, I mean. It was it was very difficult, and uh, so it was around May. Boss sits with me. She's like, "Hey, um, gonna expand out to Los Angeles. I'm ready to leave you with the company, but it's gonna be a 30 day plan." Um, so she understood that I wanted to move to Phoenix. Yeah, so my future was in Phoenix. She understood that. She said, "Okay, well, when you take over, if you have a steady team." In a couple months, you should be able to flip the company to someone else and expand out to Phoenix. So I was like, cool. I was, on, I was on board with that. Kim was on board with that. Um, no, I wasn't. You were on board with that plan at that time. At that point, I already knew that he was just going along with it, and I didn't really care because whatever I said wasn't really taken into consideration. In your eyes. In your eyes. But we did come to a compromise. I just time. sat there because... She just tried to convince me when I already made up my mind and I wasn't going to change my mind. So I was like, do whatever you want at that point. So I was looking long term and I knew it was going to be beneficial at the time. Um, so whatever, August came. Company was mine. Uh, so yeah, August came. Company was mine. <sighs> Toughest part was building a team. And staying consistent with the team because a lot of people were speculative. A lot of people didn't want to go to Yuma. And there's a store I was running in El Centro and one in Yuma. So the toughest part, part was keeping people motivated to go to Yuma. But I mean, I, I thought, um, you know, I was doing my best to keep them all motivated. Uh, I made sure to reach out to everyone, made sure to, you know, be empathetic to everyone, understand where everyone, what everyone's goals were. Uh, so, I mean, it was a fun challenge. I mean, we had meetings, team nights, uh, leadership conferences. We would go to Los Angeles. Sometimes I would be able to send someone out to, uh, what was it, like Green Bay, um, Los Angeles. There's different road trips all over the place, Colorado. Um. Moving forward, it was already December and still no progress, though, to where I was 
comfortably able to let someone else run the ship. So now at this point, myself and Kimberly were getting a little bit more frustrated. Um, Let's explain to my. Well, yeah, because we had a plan. It was supposed to be a two-month plan. Yeah, but what did we have already? What do you mean, what do we have? We already had an apartment. Oh, we had an apartment over here, too, uh, that we got over here in August. And I lived alone. So Kim was out here by herself. I was making the trip over here every week. and Sometimes not. Every week or sometimes if I had a gap in the weekdays, I would pick a day, stay here for a day or two, and then I would have to make the trip back. So for a few months, I was going back and forth from Phoenix. Um, like I said, I wasn't going daily. I would pick a few days that I knew I would be able to stay in Phoenix. And then I would head back. Um, when I was making the trip, I had a, at that time, one of my leaders or a couple leaders running the meetings. Um, kind of looking over the stores. But, I mean, I couldn't be out there long. Why? Because they weren't um, super experienced either and they had questions. So I had to make sure I had to come back and oversee the, the stores. So, I mean, I would come back, grinding, 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 early mornings, late nights. Um, try to find time for Kimberly. But, I mean, the time was pretty scarce at that time. She, I knew she was getting frustrated. So then January comes. It's almost like the breaking point. Still no progress. Still uh, the office isn't at the position where I know I want to flip it to someone else. Um, so I have a heart-to-heart with my with my manager. I keep it on, honest with him. Like, hey, you know, this isn't working out. Um, or not so much that it's not working out, but, you know, the plan isn't going the way it was going. And, you know, I have a... I have an apartment in Phoenix. You already knew that I was trying to go over there in the summer. This was supposed to be a two-month plan. Um, wasn't seeing real growth in the business as far as being able to give someone else the opportunity that I had. I wasn't going to leave someone ill-prepared so that way there would be fallout in the office. So we talk, I basically say, hey, by February, I feel like I would want to be in Phoenix. So what's going to happen? Um, basically, my manager talked it over with someone higher up in the company. So that way they could plan out someone else to oversee um, my business that I had in El Centro. To keep the office stable and running. Um, and by February 1st, it was the last meeting. It's funny because the night before... Um, I had a like a little leaders team night with a couple of the guys, and at that team night, I got a text from my um, my manager, and she was like, "Hey, we're gonna drive out out there um, to your morning to your meeting in the morning, and that's gonna be your last meeting. So and so is gonna take over." And I was like, "Wow!" So like literally one day to the next, no real heads up. So I mean, I only told those closest to me in the office because you know just got to keep it light and yeah the next morning uh they came down from el centro i mean they came down from san diego um that's where the other guy was and they gave a brief meeting talking about their plans moving forward you know we were on the same page though but yeah february 1st of last year that was basically my last day in that el centro office and then made the trip over here, which was pretty crazy. So, I mean, so yeah, a lot of the challenges, though, I mean, I, I missed my mom's birthday, I missed Mother's Day. Um, I don't even remember if we were together in our anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. No, so I mean, that business, it came with a lot of sacrifice. Um, hardly saw Kim, hardly saw my family, hardly saw my friends. I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen when you have to run your own business. but. One thing I wish I would have done differently too, I wish I was more prepared and I wish I would have kind of understood what the plan was going to be because, like I said, it was supposed to be a two-month plan, expand over here to Phoenix, and basically that didn't happen and ended up coming, ended up dropping everything, yeah, pretty much to come over here and help out over here. But 
I can I can definitely say that I'm much happier over here right now in the situation that I am than when I than where were we? I'm getting tongue tied. I can easily say I'm more happier right now at this time of the year than last year at this time. If that makes sense. So, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Sometimes you just have to make that jump, and I have faith in myself. I have faith in Kimberly. And I mean, you know, that's something I'm I'm proud of. Even though it was, I mean, not even a year running business. I mean, just getting the opportunity, knowing what my potential was. I mean, I'm pretty excited about that. And I know that I'll have another opportunity one day to run my run my shit. But um, Kimberly, what were <laughs> if you want to tell them a little bit more, go into more depth of what what were your challenges and what were your thoughts while I was in that business. Um, well, I didn't like it at all, to be (laughs) straight up. Um, I kind of, it was was hard because I saw how excited he was. And I was happy for him and I wanted to support him. But at the same time, I want to (laughs) sound like I was rude and be like, no, but at the same time, it was challenging because, I mean, you were out here by yourself. You yeah. Know? We had an apartment already. Um, It was weird because we had these plans to move out since, like, what, a year prior? A year prior. To, yeah. A year prior. Since when I was at Dillard's, I had them, I already had the plan that, hey, next summer, we're going to move over there. Yeah. And, you know, I was sticking to my guns. I was so, sticking to my guns. When everything changed, it kind of frustrated me because I'm a person that if we plan something, we, we're going to stick to it. No ifs, buts, or anything else. Like, that's what's going to happen, and that's what's going to... We're going to work for it. Yep. Um, I don't think I ever stated that I want to live alone for a couple months, and then he, he would move in, so it was annoying. And... I remember having meet or like get togethers with his boss. She all she tried to do is try to convince me, but I would just play along because there's no point on playing her little game because I knew the reality of that of what's gonna happen. She tried to paint it out, paint it out like it was the best thing ever, and I was like, um, no, no, it's not. You're not getting anything taken away from you. You're getting money out of this i'm not i'm not yeah you're changing everything we had planned and i get it life changes like your plans your plans aren't always for sure but we could have done it without her or that little hiccup (laughs) so it was just frustrating but i couldn't i wasn't gonna tell him to just quit I just wanted him to realize it on his own that it was kind of not what... It wasn't okay. Yeah, it wasn't okay. It wasn't healthy. And I just, I wasn't, I'm not his mom. I'm not anything to be guiding him through it. It's, he, he is a grown man. I can't be like, look, like, you're going down the wrong path, like come on, look at this. Like, he's going to see the signs, and if he doesn't see the signs, well, we're going to go down together, but you need to figure it out. I didn't really, I didn't really like it, but. Yeah, so, I mean, I just wish May of 2018, I was given more realistic, uh, a more realistic scenario, more realistic expectations. Yeah, I don't blame Eddie completely, like, 100%, because she would paint it, yeah, and really nicely to you. She would make it seem like you were going to be able to do anything. And maybe people were able to do it. Maybe Eddie just didn't get lucky enough to have the people to help him out through it. Yeah, but I mean... But, it's, but being realistic, you shouldn't have, or she shouldn't have told you. It's going to happen in three months. Nothing happens in three months. No matter how rich you are, how much money you have to back you up, nothing's going to happen in three months. Yeah, it was like some false hope. Yeah, so it was pretty frustrating. (laughs) And I know there's other 
girlfriends, boyfriends out there that understand what I went through. Well, yeah. I mean, even one of my homies in the business, I mean, and I know he understands what I'm saying when um, the boss was painting a picture of something and then something else happens. So, I mean, you guys know. You guys are listening. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Um, because whenever we would get together, she would kind of focus on me trying to convince me because she had Eddie under She was a smooth operator. No, because I... She knew what to to say. Well, with you, you and everyone else, but not with me. I just sat there. I'm like, no. I just let her talk because I knew no matter what I thought, Eddie was still going to do it. And I was like, I'm going to just let her think she's playing me, but... Afterwards, you you knew every time after we left the meeting, I told you I dislike her and I dislike her the way she thinks. Yep. Yeah, she did. She did. So she did I she that. didn't she didn't she didn't trick me in any way. So she didn't really get anything out of me. But that's on her. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Is that all yeah. you have? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I got to see on that. Um. So yeah, that that wraps up our first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion. Hope it was amusing and informative. You know, just kind of a little way to introduce ourselves. You know, quick in a quick way. We didn't really introduce. Kind of just gave like some funny backstories and then yeah. something a little bit more serious. So you got a little bit of everything. But um, hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. Keep an eye out for the next episode coming out next week. Stay tuned. We'll keep you guys posted. Remember, tell your nanas, tell your tatas, tell the gordas and the flacas. Bye.